Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, We had a guest on the show recently that uh, thought it'd be kind of cool if Kennedy and I sat down and had a more relaxed conversation. Um, We each have our respective drinks here with us, and uh, we're just going to tone it down. We don't really have any uh, big agenda, no life lessons or what have you for today's show but uh you know we do a lot of informational sessions uh life skill kind of things just uh general interest and also a lot of interviews of other people but we often share ourselves but don't dedicate a whole show to maybe what we are thinking so gonna kind of go off the path today and give that a go and see how it goes if it's your first time with us this one could be (laughs) so if you're watching it and you don't like it go pick another one yeah there might be a more imperfect podcast uh educational video that might be better suited i don't know that this would be the best one to start off with or maybe it is going to be the best who knows but that's uh, the that's the great part we don't even know what we're doing so (laughs) it might be great who knows yeah. So like one was saying, just to show like our personality show is obviously a little bit in our episodes that we do more educational and fact-based um, because we have a lot of topics that we feel are very interesting and play into our goal and vision with the podcast. But um, something, a topic that we felt would be a good, let's show a bit of our like, just, you know, off the cuff and have a conversation between each other and show a bit more of our personality would be quite literally generational differences. Um, And funny enough, the way that this conversation came up is as we prepare episodes and we're looking up different things on the internet and, oh, this fact, and, oh, this would be an interesting topic to talk about, or I've experienced this. Let's talk a bit more about this. We're preparing a document and discussing amongst ourselves, you know, what are we going to discuss in the episode and whatnot? And what happens often, and what happened quite a while ago, was how I was like, Mom, like, why do you put so many spaces after your period? And she's like, like, what like the two that are supposed to be there. Right. And she's like, Well, I put two spaces after a period, like you're supposed to. And I'm like, You're supposed to put one space after a period. And she's like, No, you're supposed to put two. And so, hence the title of this episode, Double Spaces. And it made us realize there's a whole topic here just because there's so many different things that just evolve through time. Uh, one of which happens to be double spaces after a period. Like we don't do that anymore. So that was often like a, yes, there is no, there's not. So we thought we'd kind of like take a, take that topic and roll with it today. Well, and, and it's not just the double spaces after a period. I noticed now that a lot of times you don't put a period. What is that? Well, if you have bullet points, there's certain rules. It's different <laughs> rules than I learned. I had my, I forget the name of the book. It looked like a hardcover dictionary in university that of 
you know, the grammar rules that we had to follow. And I guess it's an entirely different uh, series than perhaps you read when you went through because, yeah, stuff's not the same anymore. No. And the funny thing with you saying like a dictionary or hardcover book, um, that was still part of my generation. I don't know that my sister's generation even used a dictionary is that even a thing anymore or do you just oh. look up on the internet what is the adjective of this or what's the synonym of this word or well I know noun or I know I think it was grade five she had to get you know regular middle school supplies and dictionary was on the list but I don't think it was <laughs> opened all year and then yeah it kind of got thrown in the pile of we don't need this anymore mm. and, yeah you get the world at your fingertips, right? So yeah, it's kind of of the past. Yeah. And just on another thing with punctuation, another thing that mom and I have, you know, I say fought about, but you know, it's kind of the, what are you talking about? That's not a thing. Um, our Oxford commas. That's very much a thing for what I was taught in school, which is if you have a list of three or more things in a sentence, you put a comma before the and on the last thing on the list and mom's like no you don't well there's different comma rules anyway or there was <laughs> you'd put you know apples comma oranges comma and bananas no so, <laughs> you put comma and bananas yeah that's what I said no <laughs> that's not what you said that's what I said apples comma oranges comma and bananas okay yes sorry my mistake so do you do that differently no, that's true. It's just, okay, well, maybe our rules are the same, but when you decide to write something, it's not at all that. <laughs> oh, no. can't be held to such high grammatical right. punctuation standards. I expect uh, textbook worthy text messages you from you from now on. Um, but yeah, so I also just did, I did look up quickly. I was like, it's just interesting because I don't, I didn't even know there's all these different um, categorizations for different generations. And I didn't actually know if I was a millennial or a Gen Z. Um, so just to quickly list them off. So baby boomers, uh, they were considered to be dedicated workers who value visibility. So that would be someone like my grandmother. Uh, so mom's mom. Uh, Generation X would be considered as independent and well-educated individuals. So that would be mom. That's a pretty good description, eh? So I could live with that. Uh, millennials, which is what I initially thought I was, is a collaborative and impact-oriented generation. So that's not me, I guess, because I was born in 97, and that's the cutoff of Generation Z, which is an optimistic yet risk-averse group. Uh, so that would be me. And lastly, Gen X, which is typically described as resourceful, independent, and good at man maintaining work-life balance. So that would be like my sister's age group. So it's just kind of interesting how the different generations are classified differently based on experience and um, how they were brought up and what they view the workforce as, things like that. I'm just reading through here and seeing if I see like a a slippery slope <laughs> does it get worse Damn. well and here I was being you know typical sister and I read gen x which would be my sister and I'm like resourceful independent and good at meaning work-life balance and I'm like okay I don't know about <laughs> that one but anyways yeah well the 
the big difference I see is the baby boomers were dedicated workers. Then it turns to my generation where we're well-educated and independent. And then you guys are all, are you a millennial? No, you're Gen Z. No, I'm not. So I thought the, I was. The in-between you and I, or me and you or whatever, um, would be, yeah, it's more impact oriented. Okay. And you guys are like pie in the sky, but you don't want to take any risks. Mm. Yeah. It, it does kind of have a step, step, a step stare down effect. Like when you look at them, that it's way. true. And, um, arguably as well, like you could see it as a step up just in different perspective. <laughs> no, but like, I'm saying that, you know, I think also in those descriptions, I was saying it kind of there's more value put on yourself rather than your workplace is how I'm seeing it. So it's kind of like this shift of I come first and then my job comes second, whereas maybe boomers, Gen X would be more of, okay, my work is my everything. Yeah. But that's yeah. just generalized terms too, right? So. Yeah. I de more identifiers. Yeah. Yeah. So and what? <laughs> no, you go ahead. No, I was just going to move on, but you had something else to say on this. I was moving on too, so you move on. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, what else is there that are differences between the generations? That might be something interesting to talk about, like, mm. think of... Um, I, I, read, I read an article one time that said that Apparently, and I don't know what yours is specifically, but um, for my generation, I can't even remember the article or what it was saying or what it was aimed towards, but it was basically that my generation couldn't understand the concept of a milkman. And then it said that my sister's generation couldn't understand the concept of being lost. And so I guess what it's trying to compare here is that milkmen, people who drop milk off at your door, like my generation can understand that concept but yours could um and yeah, well well why can't you because it's like when you call her skip the dishes it's the and same. i can understand <laughs> it in that way but it just doesn't make sense to me that you would have milk delivered to your door i, I mean i can understand it it's not like i'm like huh? i don't get it it's more of a but people it doesn't make sense why someone would do that well, I guess it kind of does, though, because now look at all the home delivery services of groceries. Or it's becoming much more of a thing. Or well, it yeah, entirely. And you know, those people that think it'd be a good idea to order a McDonald's ice cream or a, a <laughs> delivery ice cream and get it delivered, like you're gonna end up with milk soup when you get. <laughs> I don't eat that I don't understand your generation that they would think that was a good idea because anybody can figure that's not going to turn out well well right and I mean with I guess it's just trying to point out that there's such a not a divide but there's such a space between how things change and like with my sister's generation it's that they can't understand loss being lost I mean they know what the word lost means I'm sure they've been lost in the mall before or whatever when they're shopping with their friends or I don't know playing whatever gym game out in the woods and whatever but I think the it's point it's trying to 
What's that? The kids still go in the woods? Right. And anyway, <laughs> but I think the point is that they all have cell phones now. My generation at, you know, middle to high school age, like phones were just becoming a thing. And mm-hmm. now for my sister's generation, it's everyone has one. So you can never be lost because, hey, you have GPS. Right. So, yeah. and unless you had a handy dandy map in your back pocket or whatever. Like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> right. That's what I thought of too, actually, when I was like, I'm not going to sing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> backpack, backpack. Right. So I guess the whole, um, the whole phone thing, that's a subject in itself. Like, yeah, I grew up in a time where that was your only option was a phone call. And it was really difficult for me to get into the whole text thing. But now I'm just like the rest of you is. And I'd almost rather text with someone because you can do it on your own time mm. or, you know, if it's something you can't deal with now, or you need more information to give an answer. Or you want to have time to think about how you're going to answer. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, it's kind of interesting too. Um, just the thought of um, you think of times back when, like when you would go to, the movies with your friends and this was like my age group was kind of the cutoff of where this happened so you would call your friends on the landline that you know the phone hooked up to the wall and you'd go hey you want to meet me at the movies for seven o'clock they're playing whatever whatever and they say sure see you there you hang up and magically you don't hang out or you don't uh, talk to your friend until you go to the movie at seven o'clock and they happen to be there. And meanwhile, like kids nowadays yeah. and even myself, like everyone's like this now, it's just become common now that right. you kind of text in between or you send a funny meme before you end up at the movie or, hey, yeah. are you here hey, yet? Tickets are, the, yeah. yeah, I'm in the parking lot. Tickets are going <laughs> fast. You better come in like all of that sort of jibber jabber in between like that was never a thing before it was just you'd call your friend and you meet them there but now it's a so much in between kind of stuff I thought of that a lot you know like when you were just you know getting the age where you could leave the house and that sort of thing and and the fear now that's in parents that before it was like okay Saturday morning get up watch cartoons had something to eat and now I'm gone you know at the age of 12 and I often wonder like were not necessarily my parents but my my generation's parents were they you know irresponsible because they didn't know where we were right you know we'd go play in a puddle and then I can remember going in culverts we'd walk through the woods to the neighbor's house you know or were you guys more well equipped and had more common sense back then I don't yeah yeah in some ways but in other ways I can think of stuff that my friends and I did that well, you still live to tell the tale. I know, but really it could have gone the other way in a number of cases, you know, like let's have a campfire in the woods. What a right. Good idea. Or, you know, just some of the dumb things I did growing up as an adolescent, like we'd walk into the village, hop on the local bus that was passing by, go to the nearest town. I don't know. I can remember playing with friends in shopping carts, you know, in the parking lot and then trying to get in as underage in bars. And sometimes we get in, you know, 
right it just and that's just would not be a thing unless you had a fake id now right and now i can remember the first few times that you you know we're out walking around the village it's like here's my cell phone and i've already keyed the number in in case you need to get a cell phone with the antenna that you pull out and the and i'm not kidding (laughs) yeah what do they call those not ghetto phones oh they're pretty ghetto (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah it's it's so strange like i wonder how we ever made plans or we ever got home or you know, you'd pick it. We had this thing. You'd pick up the the pay phones, which are a thing of the past. I don't even know if you can find them anymore. I saw <laughs> one up at the Tim Hortons up there. And I actually said to my boyfriend the other day, I was like, I wonder if that thing still works. <laughs> yeah, right. So no, I can remember there was like this certain, you'd pick it up and you'd use the operator to make a collect call. So it would record your voice. And mm-hmm. basically you'd just call and record like, hey, mom, we're done. Come pick us up. Bye. Yeah. And so you wouldn't get charged and she would know when to come get you. But yeah. yeah. And yeah. even that just makes me think of dial up. Like Emmy doesn't have any idea what that is. Yeah. And, but it, it was very much a thing for me, me playing the yeah. disc game that you got in the cereal box and playing that in the computer or going on the Polly pocket game online. And I have to make a phone call, Kennedy. You're going to have to get off the computer real quick as it goes. (laughs) (laughs) And Emmy's like, what is that even? I don't understand. (laughs) They're two separate things, aren't they? Yeah. Right. So uh, it's funny too. Like I uh, was, we were just brainstorming before. And uh, another funny thing is just the fact that the concept of taking pictures is so just relaxed now oh here let me somebody got a phone here take a selfie done but before it was very much like you develop photos oh it was such an investment you have to wait to see if any of your pictures showed out well like if they showed up okay every every one you'd think oh that must have been a good one I'm pretty sure but then you'd have to wait for six months or whatever and all right here's my pictures from my birthday a year ago (laughs) yeah you had to scroll ahead and then click and I don't know there was 24 or 30 I think you could buy 12 24 or 36 in a roll and then you had to wait to get to the end of the roll and if there wasn't a lot of exciting things happening in your life you take a picture of your foot and just you know to get to the end so you could take it in and pay money and and wait I don't know a couple weeks till you went and got them back and to find out the whole thing was like underexposed so none of them turned out or, yep you know and half it's, your face or it's funny too you it made me think um when we went to our first trip to Disney I remember that you and dad got me a couple of these <laughs> yeah. cameras and yeah. you said to me okay you have two of these for the whole seven day trip don't right. waste the camera on the first day because you won't be able to take any pictures with the characters that you want to take and right. whatever and I did exactly as you said oh here's a picture of my foot and here's a picture of oh yeah the castle but it's half cut off because I wasn't paying attention because Pluto's over here and I'm distracted and then we got the pictures back or I think I totally used up one camera on one day but it was a huge realization for me like okay damn I have six more days and I have one camera left right yeah no and it now was, with cell phone it's like you can take infinite photos well not mom's right. phone because mom's phone is old and needs to be replaced don't out me. don't out me and she needs to delete 
pictures to take more pictures because her phone's so full but anyway I've, I've passed that point I can't even delete enough stuff <laughs> to let me take a picture so I have to go into a certain app that people use on a, a regular basis and it will let me take a picture yeah so then that's the only way I guess yeah I'll get a picture message from mom sometimes and she'll be like don't mind me just need to take a picture and I don't have space on my phone <laughs> yeah that's kind of true <laughs> um I'd like to shift the gears a little bit here though um I want to kind of I wanted to bring up to you do you know what quiet quitting is quitting while you're quiet funny um so anyone my age and maybe even my sister's age in and around this age would know that quiet quitting the exact definition from investopedia is actually doing the minimum requirements of one's job and putting in no more time effort or enthusiasm than absolutely necessary so basically we've gotten to a point in our society where um People have realized that they've been taken advantage of, for example, um, if you work an office job and you have a set amount of tasks for the day and you happen to be a faster worker than, you know, whoever's sitting beside you and you finish your tasks. And so you just kind of relax for the rest of the day, answer the few emails that come in or whatever. Um, but we've gotten to the point now where people are like, okay, um, the boss realizes I finished my stuff early and then says here can you also finish so-and-so's job because they're slower than you and you're a fast worker and I know I can rely on you and so what quiet quitting is is that people come to the realization that they're not standing for that anymore and so quiet quitting is quite literally that they do the bare minimum which is exactly what their job description is they don't do anything more or anything less and what happens is is they it's kind of like they're easy and quiet exit out the door because the boss realizes like they get frustrated because they had been taking advantage of this person for so long and didn't realize that, you know, their pay didn't match the work that they were doing. And so eventually just kind of, it's an easy so way like, out the door. It's like a passive aggressive action against your employer. Yes. It's yeah. just kind of like I'm feeling the seed and I'll do like the enough to keep my job, but I'm not doing anything extra. Is that pretty it? much? Yeah. And the thing is, is um, it's becoming more common. I well, actually see it on TikTok all the time that people actually record themselves as they're doing an act of quiet quitting, which is they can see that their boss is walking towards them. They'll set up their camera and they'll be like clickety clackety clack. And the person will come up. Hey, how you doing? How's your work going for the day here? Do you mind doing this? And they'd say, um, that's not my job. So I see it all the time on TikTok now. Yeah, and it's hard to know how much of that is legit and how much is people staging things. But Oh, and I know people personally that do that. Oh, really? It's kind I, of a I, big movement almost, you could call it. I could see getting very frustrated at being rewarded by getting your job done with more work that's right. kind of backwards but uh, and that would get pretty old pretty quick but at the same time I I can't imagine just like digging my heels in and saying that's not my job description but well and I'm a people pleaser so I don't know how people manage to keep up that that position but I guess it's kind of too like we were talking at the beginning that 
some people, their job is their identity, but for some people, it's just a job. But it seems that the movements now are leading towards that people just want, I say people, some people, a lot of people just want a nine to five. And when they leave their job, they don't want to have to worry about their job after their home. And maybe in Grammy's time, it would have been something where it was very common to stay late for work because they wanted to work harder in hopes of maybe getting a 25 cent raise six months from now mm-hmm. or being so. even kept on to work because you know that wasn't if you competitive were and it's not competitive nowadays it's oh my gosh we need you right right so you can basically show up at some jobs and do like you said the bare minimum or even sometimes less than that and continue to keep your job because uh, yeah the way the market is right now yeah even the workplace has changed a lot in the last little while like so many different things like just um there's these I forget how he worded it my boyfriend brought it up the other day there's like these diversity quotas or something that you need to hire x amount of women x amount of men x amount of caucasian x amount of to keep for government jobs larger corporations or everybody's kind of trending that well, it's not that it's a requirement of people, but to have a better viewed company, it's kind of seen as, you know, an advertising or marketing ploy almost of mm-hmm. we are a diversity inclusive, whatever company, and we employ right. a quarter percent Caucasian, a quarter percent, like whatever. a draw, like you'll be accepted yeah. here thing like a social club (laughs) yeah so many just little things like that it's it's just a lot in the last while I find yeah things are changing very quickly from you know I think of certain mindsets that I had about certain things and in the last three years everything's kind of backwards upside down and things that I might not have believed before it's kind of like oh anymore and things that I did believe I'm kind of like "Hmm, I don't know about that anymore and I I think I'm not alone in that there's I've had quite a few conversations with with people that are seeing things quite differently than they used to Mm -hmm. and it's I find we've become closer together in some respects but we've also become divided in many others yeah just depending on the context um I find the sense of community um compared to the past versus now is completely different and and like not necessarily negative or positive but just different for both how do you mean I don't know how to say it without offending people um and I say that just because I don't want my opinions to be viewed change (laughs) right no but Okay, so community, like you said before, you could let your kid run out in the street and hang out with their friends till almost dark and you didn't have to worry about where your kids were. Mm-hmm. Um, you very much have to worry about that nowadays, but community now is not viewed so much as the 10 closest houses around yours. That's true. It's That's more, weird. I never thought of that. It's more of a we're part of a team and fight the power kind of thing. Like I identify with this group. I identify with this one. I, and but they're not my neighbors necessarily. Right. Or they're not all people that I go to this particular 
group with or that. Yeah, that's I never thought of that until you just said that growing up for me, I was fortunate to live in a community that, you know, um, when there was a baby or, or a wedding or, you know, people still for the most part came together and uh, supported each other in that and yeah, now community is different because everybody's sort of sitting behind the screen or belonging to these particular groups. Yeah, you're right. I never even thought of that community. And, the definition is entirely different. And not that it's good or bad in either way. I mean, there's pros and cons to both, but um, technology has really opened up a lot of opportunity for us. Like right now, the podcast. Yeah. Well, this is a community. Yeah, but this wouldn't have been a community or even a concept to even consider as being an option during Grammy's time. Grammy's community were was the ten people that live closest to her. Right, and this would only be considered a community now. In well, in her day, it would be having somebody over for tea, right? Mm. Except you're drinking a cooler, but. Hmm. But that that's how people did this before, right? Yeah. And just the way you meet people is different nowadays. Like, okay, not to go off on a tangent, but dating. You very rarely meet someone in a coffee shop anymore. You very rarely see someone and ask for their number anymore. It's very much the apps that you use about, oh, he looks kind of cute. Oh, and I don't I don't get that. Swipe left and I don't, that is something I totally don't get or you know these two-minute relationships that happen at the nearest truck stop or whatever yeah. I, I have a hard time getting my head around that that's that's a real difference well and I don't necessarily understand hookup culture per se but um even so just dating like a lot of my first dates were meeting people on apps and hey they're kind of cute and oh they like cats too cool I might meet them for coffee and then if coffee goes okay mm -hmm. you might go for dinner next time or whatever but yeah just different ways to communicate with people different ways to make connections it's it's all very different mm. yeah um just society as a whole I don't I'm trying to think of like even eating out has become such a like oh got my daily starbies or whatever but I don't know do you ever remember going out for a coffee with your family when you were younger with my family yeah but, but like I no. remember you saying like you guys <laughs> ate out twice <laughs> well okay okay noted I won't go for coffee with you anymore but um we, yeah, didn't, we didn't go out to eat we I mean maybe that was just my family more so than others of the time but I think pretty much it was a cultural thing that yeah I can remember going out when it was my mother's birthday or mother's day so that was her gift that she didn't have to cook right mm -hmm. or if we happen to be on vacation somewhere and you know you can only take food for so long before it starts going bad in the old Coleman in the back seat so yeah <laughs> we <Coleman>. did <laughs> You know what I mean, right? Though, I know what you mean, forward. but that's just funny that you say yeah. that. Yeah, no, stuff is so different. I'm, I'm thinking nostalgically now, like 
yeah, we didn't eat out. It was a real treat. And now it's like, oh, let's see if we can line up going to get groceries with eating out somewhere. Right. Like it's a mission. And it's Whereas- an outing. And I, I see there's, okay, I keep referencing TikTok, but it's a lot of people will go to buy their groceries. And then after the fact, they'll get the, you know, favorite food at the end of like, sometimes a lot of grocery places will have takeout food on your way out the door so they'll be showing the tiktok of them walking out with their cart and getting whatever favorite food that they enjoy and it's an audio on tiktok that goes it shows them eating it and it the audio is it's like a reward it's like a reward yeah but it's this weird voice it's like a reward we're gonna have to do a tiktok about that aren't we I mean, probably (laughs) it's, it's in my back pocket as an idea. That's for sure. (laughs) Great. great. So, uh, I'm almost out of a drink. So, and, uh, I mean, we've been chatting for a while, but, um, I guess this is just our personality and we wanted to show a bit more of ourselves and just have an open discussion about double spaces. That's where it all started. But I guess the main point is that, uh, we can all learn from each other. And I guess that was part of the motive in starting our podcast is the generational differences and opinions on things mm-hmm. and um, not realizing how there's so many different perspectives on a particular topic. Like we previously talked about bullying in another episode and how the viewpoint of that is maybe different between how I grew up and how mom grew up and how that's changed even with social media being an extra factor now. And so it's just we learn from each other and yeah <laughs> I don't know how else to say that but it, it it's good to talk to your your elders <laughs> and your youngins and to have better understanding and that's the other thing too I hear a lot of times like they there's a lot of motivational speakers that say you need to talk to your kids need to talk to your kids because you don't understand what they're going through in the sense that they're growing up in a totally different time. And the same as it's important to talk to your elders because you need to understand how they grew up and you need to grow based on their perspectives as well. And perspective does change so much. Like I gotta be honest, now I hear some of the struggles that kids go through today and they're just as real to them as my struggles were when I was growing up or even my struggles, you know, throughout life. But as an adult, you lose that perspective of, of all the different dynamics, plus it's a completely different world. So yeah, as adults, guilty of looking at a situation and going like, oh, well, they don't realize it's all going to work out. And that's, that's just a small drop in the bucket. But for them, it's still pretty real. So yeah, to try to, to keep the the perspective, I, I saw something the other day about um, how even your generation sends a text and all this jargon that you use that if I read it, I might as well read Greek because it doesn't make sense, but only your generation and younger would understand it. And I thought, wow, have I, you know, I'm just in my early fifties and have I lost touch already? Cause mm-hmm. I have no clue what they're even talking about. Yeah. So, yeah it's, it's a good idea for sure to stay connected and and have these talks back and forth and you know maybe us old people can give you some perspective for life too so yeah exactly well uh thank you for listening again to our podcast and 
um, this being more of just like a candid one and more of a discussion point that we wanted to cover today. And we took advice from a previous guest and decided to get a drink of choice and just <laughs> chat together and see where yeah. it went. So um, I think there's going to be maybe a few more of these along the way. There's so many things to talk about, like, you know, all my 80s memories. Oh, gosh, yeah. And it's all about comfortability as well. We, we grow and we learn with the podcast. So it takes time to become comfortable to just go candidly in front of a camera, let alone in front of a camera. So sure. we appreciate um, those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, although I hope this wasn't the first one you listened to. Um, and for those of you, so bad. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. But yeah. um, for those of you that have been here from the beginning, we also appreciate you as well. So yeah. Um, to... I was I was really scared. And I, I said Kennedy she's like, scared. I don't know about this. This doesn't feel safe to me. But <laughs> now she put a drink in my hand and, and she was okay. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much uh, to everyone and we will be seeing you next week. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at the imperfect podcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week.